More Jimmy Garoppolo news. It, we've been through this before. Jimmy Garoppolo apparently underwent foot surgery after signing with the Raiders. This is the same thing that happened in San Francisco. If anybody remembers, the Niners, especially Shanahan, well, Shanahan and John Lynch both said they couldn't get a hold of the guy on the phone. He wouldn't pick up. They tried to get a hold of him all offseason long heading into the 2023 season when they wanted to part ways with him, and he just didn't answer. He all of a sudden needed surgery. Same thing happened right now. This is why the Raiders are total must-avoids in 2023. All of them. Devontae, Jacobs, Jimmy, don't go near them. Don't go near them. We got more news, Javante news, a whole bunch more. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. We've been through this before with Jimmy G. He does not answer the phone when he's called. This injury stuff he puts away and nestles it away in secrecy that he needs surgery, that he might need surgery. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is a big reason why you're hearing Jacobs and Devontae Adams upset because internally they're feeling like this guy left everybody in the dark. And some might say, Smitty, you're just being a hater on Jimmy G. Give him, give him a break, cut him some slack. And maybe I'm wrong as to how much of this was unknown walking into his signing. I'm sure the brass over in Las Vegas will try and paint it a certain way. But we all know Jimmy Garoppolo has a track record of vanishing, not picking up the phone. Somebody asked Shanahan a question. I forget the exact question the other day about, hey, something about Jimmy. I don't know if you ever picked up the phone. You know, no one ever hears from Jimmy because he'll never answer the phone. Jimmy Garoppolo had surgery, had foot surgery. And and let me read you the report here and and we can go into it in more detail. Then we got some other news to cover, Javante Williams. We've, we've covered this a lot. I feel like this show's ahead of the curve on so many levels. And sometimes I'm not saying I hit everything right. But with this situation, you could smell it from a mile away that this was going to unravel before it began. And maybe, maybe somehow, some way he's ready to play week one. There's an expectation here, and I'm sure it's being painted in a certain light, right? The Athletic says Jimmy Garoppolo underwent foot surgery after signing with the Raiders. Okay, and again, I could be wrong on how much, and we'll never know because again, the Raiders will talk about this a way to maybe save face. I don't think we'll ever know. Garoppolo's track record tells me they didn't know. It tells me they didn't. They didn't know. Garoppolo is expected to miss Raiders OTAs. <laughs> He's missing OTAs. Uh, Reed said the the writer that Jimmy G's recovery time frame is unknown. It's it's unknown. Nobody knows. But the sense is that the team is confident. <laughs> That's always a word you use. Not he'll be ready. Confident he'll be ready to play at the start of the regular season. Not oh he'll be ready for August. He'll be ready mid-August. Ready for the start of the regular season. Hopeful. This is the biggest disaster for Devontae Adams. And I understand where a lot of you are coming from. And Jacobs. 
I get it. I understand. You own these guys. You own them. What are you going to do? Oh, yeah, this is a crappy situation. I get where you're coming from. But hard dose of reality. This is going to end badly. For Jacobs especially, Devontae Adams might somehow escape falling out of top 10 wide receiver numbers. I did my top 12 wide receiver ranking video uh, just a little bit ago, and I left Devontae Adams out. No, I didn't trip and hit my head. No, I went into the time machine. I got the flux capacitor going. I got into the DeLorean, traveled into the future, and came back and told you, guess what? This is going to be a a four to five game season for the Las Vegas Raiders. And while you might say, oh, Smitty, Devontae's going to trip and fall into 10 touchdowns, 110 receptions, and 1,400 yards because they'll be down and just throwing the football. Let me enlighten you. Hoyer, who's going to be the quarterback if Jimmy fails and when Jimmy fails or when Jimmy gets injured again? He either gets injured or he's benched. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't start close to 17 games if he even starts week one. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be removed from the lineup before he ever gets a chance to try and go the entire season. Who are we kidding? This is not a good quarterback anymore. 2019 pre-ACL Jimmy G. You want to have that conversation? Let's dance. Okay? I'll even dance with you. Okay? Jimmy G was once uh, a, a good prospect at the quarterback position in San Francisco specifically. He fit that mold. They, they shaped him well, molded him, crafted him to be a Niner quarterback. And he had his role. He did. He, you could argue Jimmy looked pretty decent at one point in his career. Post ACL, he hasn't been the same. Shanahan crafted the entire offense around him. His most productive season, everybody glorifies and says, this guy, didn't you see what he did, Smitty? He's got this, he's got this NFC championship ring. He's been in the Super Bowl, Smitty. He's been in the Super Bowl how many times now? And every single stat that Jimmy G has is tied to Debo Samuel. That's anything productive post ACL. It's tied to Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, most yak yards out of all wide receivers are in the top two or three at least. And I think he's number one or number two in yards per catch when he's leading in yak yards. He's catching the shortest passes in the NFL and taking them all the way downfield by himself. Jimmy, here's the ball. Jimmy, here's the ball. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy, Jimmy G, showed up to Raiders camp without thumbs. I wouldn't be surprised if he lost both his thumbs in some lawnmower accident and didn't tell anybody. And he shows up and says, guys, sorry about this. I don't have any thumbs. I didn't tell you when I signed the contract, but here I am. And this is me. Take me for who I am. I can still grip a football rather well if I use both hands. And if you, if you go get me, if you go get me Debo Samuel, All I got to do is grab the football like this, toss it to Debo, Debo will do the rest. Or train Devontae Adams to be Debo Samuel moving forward. This guy doesn't tell anybody anything. I don't think he even has a cell phone. I don't, yeah, Eight Finger Jimmy is what we're going to start calling him. Eight Finger Jimmy. I don't even think he has a thumb on either hand at this point. And it's crazy to me, defenses and Running game balls uh, bails him out. Defense and running game bails him out. Defense, Tommy. Defense, you speak of the Las 
Vegas Raiders defense that's been in the bottom four or five in the entire National Football League for the entire reign of Derek Carr's career. This defense you speak of is going to bail out the running game. Tell me you're a Josh Jacobs dynasty owner without telling me you're a Josh Jacobs dynasty owner. I, I Tommy, I appreciate you. I, 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 I don't. I think you're. I think you're fantastic, Tommy. I think the guitar is smooth. Everything about you, the drip is good. You got the riz going on, pal. But let me tell you one thing. You don't know what's going to happen to your Josh Jacobs shares if you don't trade Josh Jacobs away before this thing continues to unravel. I'm speaking of the Niners. Oh, okay. See, I'm sorry, Tommy. I'm sorry. Tommy, I'll take a lap. Back to my point before Tommy rudely interrupted me with an irrelevant Niner uh, rebuttal that was totally out of place, Tommy. Take a lap, Tommy. I think, I think that if you don't get rid of, Tommy, get out of here. You're not even in this conversation, apparently. I think that if you don't get rid of your Jimmy Garoppolo shares, are your Jimmy Garoppolo shares? Your 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 Josh Jacobs, your Devonte Adams shares, your Mayer shares, any shares that have to do with this Raider situation, you're going to be sorry because you can sell high now before it's too late. Devonte Adams, you could sit here. Here's my problem with Devonte Adams. You could sit here and say Devonte Adams is going to get bailed out. Because they're just going to throw the ball. They're going to be behind. His targets will be there. He'll get force-fed. Smitty, he's Devontae Adams. When's the last time you saw Devontae Adams without a quarterback that didn't resemble Derek Carr's game? Stretching the field, force-feeding a wide receiver, laser-locking on a wide receiver. Go long here. Go long. Go get the football. I'm throwing it deep. Oh, F it. He's over there somewhere. Go get it. Aaron Rodgers played ball like that. Derek Carr played ball like that. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play ball like that. So don't tie this guy's Adams. He always finds a way. You can't tie that. The past is the past. He's now in a different situation. And if anybody says to me, this is going to be okay somehow, someway, Smitty, you are a Josh Jacobs or a Devontae Adams owner if I could ever smell you coming. If I could ever smell you coming around the corner, I get a big whiff. This is an owner of one of those players because you are absolutely blinded by whatever you're looking at. You're blinded by the value, the investment, the the hopefulness, the nostalgia, whatever it is, It's you're blinded by it because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to tumble down the hill and the team doesn't have anybody in position to replace him. Hoyer, a rookie, what do you think's going to happen when those situations develop? Nothing good, nothing better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's all the same. The Raiders are going to absolutely unravel. And Jacobs is going to see eight-man front after eight-man front. I wouldn't be surprised if defenses put every single defensive player on the line of scrimmage and just said, no cornerbacks, everybody. They said, we don't think anybody's throwing the football. We're just going to stack the box. Josh Jacobs is toast. This guy's running into solid brick walls every single time he carries the football. He's going to get hurt. Smitty, you can't. Are you really just going to predict injury? Yeah, I am, Bob. I am. Because guess what? Brick walls hurt. 
Guess what? You can't run through brick walls, Bob. Nobody could run through brick walls but Zach Charbonnet. So I don't want to hear that Jacobs is somehow going to survive this. He's not. He's not. Not only do you take away third and fourth quarter running duties because the Raiders are so far down and out of games, they're not running the ball anymore in the third and fourth quarters. Think about what you're saying right now and what you're typing, keyboard warrior William, that's going, yeah, Jacob, so find out. He's not finding a way, William. He's not finding a way. Third and fourth quarter, throw the run game script out. Throw it out the window. It's completely trash. They're throwing the football. Oh, that's going to help Devontae Adams. Is it? Does Jimmy Garoppolo throw hospital balls or streaks down the field? The last time I checked, Devontae Adams is a deep specialist. Yeah, he's good across the middle. He runs precise and amazing routes. This guy, Jimmy G, is a quick first-read guy. Defenses will be crowded in. There's going to be no room to navigate because no one's scared of Jimmy G extending a play or throwing a deep ball. Ask yourself this question. Why did George Kittle go dormant, hibernate like a bear for several years? Why? Why have why did last year why last year did we all including me get shocked when George Kittle popped out of his shell popped out of his shell for the first time and it was like seeing a groundhog it was like oh there he is we had no idea George Kittle was even there i forgot i forgot George Kittle even played football in the National Football League at one point last year Brock Purdy comes in guess what Brock Purdy does stretches the defense guess what Brock Purdy does extends the play Brock Purdy as much as I think he did a little bit get figured out he doesn't have quite the arm people expect and I'm not expecting him to become some absolute monster he was so mentally prepared you cannot tell me Brock Purdy wasn't the most prepared a quarterback could have been he's so impressive so intelligent so impressive so prepared that's a big reason why he did what he did. And he was in the Niners offense. Brock Purdy is good at navigating inside the pocket. He's scrambling just in little spaces as he's inside the pocket. Jimmy G, one read, go get it. Debo, where are you? Throw the ball away. Debo, if he doesn't get the ball to Debo in 1.4 seconds, he's like a he's like a, he tries to act like a Tesla. In, in literally 1.9 seconds, the Tesla's 60 mile an hour. 1.9 seconds, ball's in Debo's hand. Debo! Debo, where are you? Debo, take the football. Otherwise, I'm out of this play. Down. He doesn't want to get sacked. He doesn't want to fumble the football. He can't get the football to Kittle. Kittle needs more than 1.9 seconds to break off a, a blocking uh, assignment and run some sort of delayed route. Kittle couldn't get past the, the three yards past the line of scrimmage before Jimmy G's either sacked fumbled or already thrown a, a small completion or thrown the ball away. This is short yardage Jimmy. He doesn't do the long thing. He doesn't extend the play. George Kittle vanished. Why? Because Jimmy G can't extend the play. Jimmy G can't go down a route tree or his progressions and let wide receivers go through the route tree. Jimmy G can't do any of that. Jimmy G is a disaster. Jimmy G is not a good quarterback. And I have people that come to me and tell me I'm crazy when I make statements like he's not even a top 32 quarterback. When I said that on Raj's live stream, RSF 49ers, my boy, uh, when I said that on his live stream, people would be like, oh my God, what are you talking about? He's not a top 32 quarterback. I can come up with 32 quarterbacks. And yeah, you could say Smitty, then how's he a starter? You tell me that. 
I ask that question every day. How is Jimmy G a starter? I said it all offseason long. This guy shouldn't be starting. This guy shouldn't have a starting job in the National Football League. He shouldn't. Rookies should be starting over Jimmy G. Other quarterbacks like Tyler Huntley should be starting over Jimmy G. Mike White should be starting over Jimmy G. Jimmy G is not a top 32 quarterback in the National Football League. And for anybody that thinks this is going to go well, I've, I'm very sad for your shares in Jacobs and Devontae Adams because they won't be able to be maximized to their potential. Get rid of Adams as, as quickly as you can from in a grandma league where someone doesn't really understand what's even going on. They don't even know this news is out there. They don't even know the ramifications of this news. You will be able to get rid of uh, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs in grandma leagues where people don't understand what's going on. This is a disaster in the making. Josh Jacobs is going to absolutely uh, be a disaster right here. Um, let's see here. At, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo underwent foot surgery. Is this the same report? It's the same report. Um, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Every share of every Raider thing, Raider piece you have. Just get rid of it. Throw it out the window. Uh, sell. Go go buy a, a Christian Watson using a, a, a Josh Jacobs before it's too late. And and people are going to almost laugh at that trade. I bet you in a grandma league, if you, if you offer Jacobs straight up for Christian Watson or Drake London or a, a player like Pacheco and something, you get laughed at. You get laughed at. Jacobs, oh, he's the leading rusher. Guess what? You know how hard it is to replicate what Jacobs did last year? Near or next to impossible. Do you know how hard it is to replicate what Jacobs did last year when you are Jacobs and you kind of came out of nowhere to do it? Do you know how hard it is to replicate what Jacobs did last year with Jimmy Garoppolo under center and defenses completely stacking the box? This man will have no room to run. And my greater point before I move on, my greater point was this. Let me put this back on screen. Uh, where Where is this? Where is this? Where? Here we go. But my greater point was this. My greater point was this. What do you think is going to happen for all of you optimistic Oscars out there that are looking at this and going, you know what? I, I have a feeling they'll still run the ball. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, Adams will still get his. He's Devontae Adams, Smitty. Are you crazy? You don't have him as a top 10 wide receiver? Let me, let me paint a little picture for you. Something you're not thinking about. Something you don't have the capacity to think about because you're, you've got tunnel vision. You've got Jimmy Jean tunnel vision. You've got absolute uh, Devontae Adams is the best thing ever vision. Here's what you're not thinking of. I'll think of it for you. Both Jacobs and Adams do not want to play for the Raiders this year. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand what kind of picture that paints? Neither one. The top two offensive weapons at different positions and are the two best players on the team. Devontae Adams, a top five wide receiver in the National Football League. I don't think Josh Jacobs is a top five uh, running back in the National Football League, but he played like it last year. You have two guys that are coming off of years where they're literally top five at their position and neither one wants to play for the Raiders. Both of them wanted to play for the Raiders when the thinking was the team would reload and go after a championship. Bring in Aaron Rodgers. Remember Aaron Rodgers on the golf course? Remember when Aaron Rodgers was on the golf course and he was literally doing one of these. Walking by. Walking by. Yeah, why do I have Lamar on the screen? Walking by uh, a bunch of, of Raider fans that were absolutely enamored by him. Rodgers is walking by fans, dropping little little uh, nuggets here and there, like, I could be a, a Raider, and they're cheering, cheering and, and chanting, and he says things like, um, 
and, and I, I'm not mad at Rogers for this. I don't blame Rogers for not going there, but like, the, uh, who were the loudest fans? Have you got any, any like, you know, uh, a sneak peek, uh, early, like, uh, you know, uh, a secret, you know, where are you going comments from, from today? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers says, he says, well, those Raider fans were absolutely, you know, a blast or loud or whatever the verbiage was. This guy teasing Raider fans that he's going to be going to the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Then you have Devontae Adams and you have Josh Jacobs thinking, okay, this is reloading. Jacobs saying publicly, I will play for the Raiders happily on the franchise tag, which he has yet to sign, by the way, because he doesn't want to play for the Raiders. But he said, I'll happily sign my franchise tag of 10 plus million dollars if we're reloading behind the man known as Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams said, yeah, I'll play if I'm happily playing behind a quarterback that I at least love and respect, even though you traded away my best friend, Derek Carr. Even though you traded away the guy I see as the vision for this team. You got rid of my quarterback. I've got no quarterback. And you're going to maybe bring in Aaron Rodgers. I'll play for you if you bring in Aaron Rodgers. Jacobs, I'll, I'll sign my franchise tag you and bring in Aaron Rodgers. If we reload, we will play for you. If we reload, what do the Raiders do? They unload. They unload. They don't even get ammunition. They go out and get themselves Jimmy Hurt Garoppolo. Four finger on each hand, eight finger Jimmy. Eight finger Jimmy without thumbs is the guy they decided to, to bring in to command this ship and to reload. How are you going to reload with someone with, with no thumbs? I don't understand what's even going on here with Jimmy Garoppolo, what their thinking even was. But I'll tell you one thing, two individuals don't understand either, and they're the two best offensive weapons on the team. Neither one of them wants to play for the Raiders. Adams has made it clear. Upstairs, they don't agree. They don't see eye to eye. He's going to try to make the best of it. Let me tell you something. Here's my greater point. What's going to happen here is probably one of one things. Okay? One of one things is going to happen here. At the end of the day, one or both of these individuals, Jacobs and Devontae Adams, the two big weapons that don't want to play for the Raiders, don't want to play with Jimmy G. Clearly, they kind of got the vibe. This guy's dropping the ball here. Okay, already, eight-finger Jimmy needing foot surgery. They're so turned off by this situation that Jacobs won't sign his extension. But here's the greater point. Does anybody think that one of these guys is going to put their body on the line at the end of the season when there's four or five games left and they're banged up because the defense is going to be dreadful? And it's going to keep the offense on the field more than it should be. The offense is going to keep the defense back on the field quicker than it should be. And it's just going to cascade back and forth, back and forth. What happens? Injuries. What happens when, you're, when your offense is god-awful and your, your offensive line can't block for you and eight-man fronts are attacking your running back over and over? Injuries. What happens when your quarterback doesn't have time to throw the football? And he can't throw the football but seven yards down the field anyway. His his subway footlong commercials are are there for a reason. By design, he can only throw a footlong down the field. Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing footlongs down the field, and he's gonna get sacked and hit and smashed to pieces. He's already having foot surgery. So let me ask you this. Devontae Adams, is he going to be more susceptible to injury because of Jimmy Garoppolo and this bad defense combined? The answer, I'll answer for you. The answer is yes. Adams is more susceptible to injury. Jacobs is highly susceptible to injury times 10. 
So what's going to happen when these guys are banged up at the end of the season and they both want one more contract? And they both want, or Adams wants to be traded. He wants to go somewhere else. What's going to happen to Adams? He's going to protect his body. What's going to happen to Jacobs? He's going to protect his body because he wants a big contract. There's a really good chance one or both of these guys sits out the end of the year, similar to Cooper Cup, when Cooper Cup was like, could he come back? Should he come back? Why would he come back? Lamar Jackson, could he come back? Should he come back? PCL injury? No, he shouldn't come back. Why risk his health on a nothing burger season? Set up for failure. Set up for failure. Everything here is set up for failure. Next piece of news. Kyle Pitts is not participating in Atlanta Falcons OTAs. This isn't great news, I'll, I'll admit. Um, he did have the uh, the knee injury, um, and, and he's still recovering from that. So this is a little concerning. Uh, I won't lie. There's just a little bit of risk injected into this, but hopefully this lowers his ADP value to where it bakes back in any any sort of risk that may be at play with this situation. Uh, let me read the, the entire uh, news piece to you guys, and then we'll move on to the next player. But this definitely isn't something that's like exciting news. You know what I'm saying? His MCL tear is still being rehabbed, apparently. And he's not going to be participating in OTAs. Now, OTAs are not something that a player has to participate in like Kyle Pitts or anybody that, that we think is going to be. He's still got potential for a top five tight end numbers. And I, he's not in a void for me. He's not leaving the moon man list. I just want to make that very abundantly clear. I still love Kyle Pitts. In fact, this might be one of those situations. Tommy says the most overhyped draft pick of 2021. Certainly the case in 2022. Uh, 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 Tommy, he earned his keep in 2021. He came out and had the best rookie tight end season in the history of the NFL, in the history of fantasy football, Tommy. So put your guitar, put your guitar, good uh, guitar down for a second, Tommy. Relax, okay. Unplug, sit back, uh, listen to the Kyle Pitts uh, rant real quick. Now I think that this guy's got so much upside. Still, people are going to be fed up with the the song and dance here. No, no pun intended. Okay. No pun intended, Tommy. But the song and dance isn't going to fly with a lot of people. And I think the reaction is severe. And I'm talking to the tune of a uh, one full round you know, dip in, in ADP. If people get a hold of this article and start spreading it around. If people like me are talking about it. Even if I have a positive spin. The mere mention of him not being ready or having injuries is going to make people that kind of believe. Even though they say, Smitty, I don't, I don't know. I kind of like him. I'm going to trust you. I don't know about him. No. They're running. They're running. The guy that was even questioning it, even 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 a little bit, this semi Stephen questioning this situation. You're running, just running, and so I think his ADP falls. If you're getting him around five six, now you're getting him around six seven. That bakes in a lot of risk. Let's say he sat out the first two weeks of the season. He's still going to get you seven round value at the tight end position because this guy's like a wide receiver. I, I don't mind this. I don't mind this news if it affects his ADP, and I think it will. I think some news will take a hold of it. People are going to repeat it, and it's going to definitely trickle into the fantasy football community in such a way that it's a, a, a negative downfall of ADP value, which will bake in the risk that's being presented. So I think this will self-correct in a way. Self-correcting news. Um, self-correcting news. Unlike self-correcting Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, let's get into this piece right here with Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, this is good news. Tony Pollard, 
Uh, Coach Mike McCarthy said Tony Pollard's leg has been able to participate in OTAs. There was concern, like, would he miss some time as he's rehabbing uh, the broken fibula? It sounds like everything's full, you know, almost full go or full go. They're just being cautious with him, I'm sure. But he's participating. I haven't heard a single negative thing about his his uh, broken fibula rehab or situation. I have no concerns whatsoever. Make sure you cuff Pollard to Deuce Vaughn. I'm going to do a cuff video very soon. There's probably no, there's probably a bunch of more important cuffs than than this, but there 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 are several situations in 2023 that I think are almost equal, and it's like 10, 12 running backs deep. It's like Madison with McBride, Tony Pollard with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, all all of these situations are just, you know, Charbonnet and Walker are a whole another level, though. But there are tons of these situations. Pacheco with his running backs. Uh, Swift with his running backs. The, the, the cuffing necessity in 2023 is, is dire. And, and usually cuffing isn't always a, a solution or answer. It seems like this year cuffs are more important and they're on track to participate and be as good if inserted than I think in years past. I think we got a lot of good situations where these RBs, if they step in, they're going to be fire. So give me Pollard and, and Deuce Vaughn, and I, I sleep like a baby. We do got to monitor Dalvin Cook being released on June 1. He could come over to Dallas. He could go to Miami. He could go to a lot of different places. So we do have to monitor that situation. Because if, if Cook lands in Dallas, we gotta we gotta recalibrate, reassess. Not saying Pollard would drop down, uh, you know, off the Moo Man list or anything, but I do think that you know we need to wait and see fully on the uh, the Dalvin Cook landing spot because that's gonna be he's getting cut on June one. If anybody is unaware of that, uh, he's getting cut on June one. Why do I keep moving this graphic around? Let me let me put that in place. What am I doing here? Okay, Javante Williams. This is good news. Um. We keep getting good news, bad news, good news, bad news. Uh, Broncos coach Sean Payton, who is type tight-lipped. Uh, this guy's not going to uh, loose lips uh, sink ships. You know, Sopranos. You know, know what time it is. Learn about it. Sopranos. You haven't watched the Sopranos. What are you doing? Go watch it tonight. Watch it. Binge the whole, you know, eight seasons right now. That's your assignment for tonight. What are you doing? If you ever watch The Sopranos, what are you doing? That's a bigger take a lap moment. I'd rather I'd rather you draft Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting fantasy quarterback than to not have watched The Sopranos. Okay, that is a a, a a bucket list item for you at this point. If you're in here and you have not watched The Sopranos, you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. Just I, I I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted that there are probably a handful of you that have never watched The Sopranos. And you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. Jimmy G drafting. That's what I think of, of your TV watching. You're better at drafting and you draft Jimmy G than you are watching television shows is what I'm thinking. But Javante Williams is practicing at OTAs in a limited capacity. And, and that's good. That's good for him to be practicing at all in OTAs. I mean, we just heard Kyle Pitts not practicing, not going to practice in OTAs. So for Javante to be practicing in OTAs, I'm feeling a little more, I'm inching back in the direction of this guy could be ready for week one, but readiness is everything. Readiness is everything. And yes, cuffing Pirine is the same thing as Pollard, just like I alluded to. The cuffing season is in full effect. You need to cuff. The cuffing season is here. And, and it seems like almost every situation is a dire uh, situation to cuff. And it's not like uh, some situations like Derrick Henry. I'm not cuffing Derrick Henry. 
what Spears going to do with one ACL? Jimmy's going to have better luck with no thumbs than Spears is without ACLs. Okay, so I'm not cuffing every situation, but it seems like we're cuffing more than normal. More than normal, for sure. And P. Ryan and Javante's a must. Just an absolute must. Wait, P. Ryan's here. P. Ryan's here for now. For now, because you think you're going to probably utilize him. No, you're drafting Javante ahead of P. Ryan. Um, but but you need both of them, and they're kind of going similar. Similar ADP, about a round apart, which... Hopefully it's two rounds apart. You know, hopefully this news knocks P Ryan into double digit territory and you're taking Javante around six, seven, hopefully seven. But this news might bump him to six, top of six. People are they're very jumpy with the situation in a positive way. It's kind of ironic. I, I think most people are they shy away from from injury, but a lot of people are overly optimistic. It's kind of it's kind of uh, an interesting situation where there's a lot of Javante believers, and I, I like that. I, I love Javante. But you got to be careful not to take him around five off of this news. You got to take him in late six, preferably seven, and you cuff him. You cuff him. Collusion dropping a $50 wad on screen. Hold, hold, hold the show. Stop the show. Alert. Alert. Panic mode initiated. Panic mode in a good way. My prediction this year is Dallas wins the division. Eagles miss the playoffs. Giants make it. Uh, this goes on the on the on the big board. For those that don't know, we drop. For those that don't know, we drop bull predictions on this board. The fifty dollar holler board. And Russian collusion is making his prediction known. Today is five what? Today is five twenty five. Five twenty five. Five. 25 uh Russian collusion says that the uh Dallas Cowboys win the division Dallas wins division Philly misses playoffs wow misses playoffs and what is this last part Giants make it uh, New York makes playoffs there we go Russian collusion I, I salute you I salute you Russian collusion I almost, I almost took a tumble right there I almost tripped, I tripped over a box. Uh, Russian collusion, appreciate you. Here's Russian's prediction. Russian, the collusion meister, the man, the myth, the legend. Let's give him a round of applause. A round of applause for dropping a $50 hauler prediction. If anybody wants to be on this board right here, it's receipt season. It's receipt season. And if you want to put your bull prediction on the board, any $50 haulers go up on the board. And once that happens, your boy Smitty at the end of the year and throughout the year, we're going to look at it throughout the season, you guys vote on the best prediction that that landed. Or even if it doesn't land, but it, it almost lands and there's like four parts to it, you're the judges of who had the most successful impressive bull prediction on the $50 board. The winner's going to co-host an entire show with me. 
either on the phone line or video, depending on what they want. Get a lifetime membership to the Fantasy Football Show uh, content membership, and among other things. And a $50 hauler certainly constitutes a standing mashed potato ovation. Appreciate you, my guy, my guy, Russian collusion. Uh, back to this little number here. I'd say this to end it. I would say Javante Williams, good news. We still got to monitor the situation. Draft him with P. Ryan. Don't draft him earlier than the, the late sixth round right now. Mid sixth round to late sixth round. It's just too early to, to gamble on him uh, earlier than that. Okay. Tony Pollard uh, I mentioned this. This is uh, good news that he's um, uh, has been able to par- participate in OTAs. Uh, Jamison Williams, Lions head coach Dan Campbell said that Jamison Williams is miles ahead of where he was during the 20, 2022 offseason. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so because he had just had ACL surgery. Okay? He was barely able to walk without crutches. So let's hope so, Dan. You know, uh, obvious Captain Obvious Campbell on this one. But yeah, I mean, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. It does make me feel like, you know, warm and fuzzy that this guy that I think we like him and we don't like, you know, we don't like his value. We do like his value. Just kind of depends on where you can get him. I kind of find myself, even though I'm skeptical and worried, I find myself really liking him as like my third, fourth wide receiver, third slash fourth, meaning that it's like more third to third to fourth, not necessarily you know you're you're always your fourth like late fourth draft or wide receiver, but kind of like if you go really 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 light at wide receiver three and you stack RBs and a tight end and then you come back around and try and draft a wide receiver three like really late, I tend to like still gravitate toward grabbing him and then I get another player to support him until he's back after his six week suspension. But this guy can't enter the facility until what like it's week three. And, and he's going to be out six weeks, and I believe the Lions have a week seven bye. Am I, am I correct on that? Am I right? Am I right? I don't know. Uh, but I think that, you know, him playing week eight, like what's he going to do in that week? This guy's caught one pass in the NFL. He played six games. I'm just, I'm being pessimistic and optimistic at the same time, if you can't tell. I'm feeling two things at the same time, like we were taught when we were little kids. You can have two feelings at the same time, and it's okay. I have two feelings at the same time with JMO. Because this guy played six games, felt like he did more than one catch. He had that one touchdown reception for like 40 plus yards. One touchdown catch, one reception, played six games, had like 10 targets. And that's it. That's it. We haven't seen him. One catch, but I'm still excited. I don't know why. I don't know why. Ron Navy dropping a a $50 watt. Alert. Alert. Panic mode initiated. Panic mode initiated in a good way, of course. Uh, stopping the show. Showstopper. Ron Navy says Kirk Cousins joins the 5K club and passes for over 5,000 yards. This is going on the board. This is a big one, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big one. Ron's trying to win this one single-handedly with this uh, prediction here. Okay, so let me put this up at the top here. Ron Navy dropping his $50 wad. Hold on, Ron. Okay, Ron Navy on 525 said this, 525, Ron Navy, Cousins, 5K yards, unbelievable, 5K yards, it's going to be a day, that happens Ron, 
Addis, all your Addison dreams will come true. All your Addison dreams will come true. And he'll get an extension, which will be good long-term for J.J. And J.J. might get that 2,400 yards you predicted in 2023 as well, which honestly is the bolder prediction if you want me to throw that one up. But $50 hauler, Ron Navy uh, putting his name on the board. If anybody else wants to put their $50 hauler on the board, any $50 prediction goes on the board all year. We review them. We reflect on them. We're going to be sitting here in the middle of uh, week three, week four, and something big's going to happen. We're going to go, doesn't somebody have that on the board? We're going to go, we're going to go, let's check it out. What's on the board? Oh, uh, Matt O said Irv Smith is a top seven tight end. Oh my God, he, he dropped four touchdowns in week one. Or we're going to be sitting here looking at Aloha string of crazy predictions that are always fun to look at. New England eliminates Kansas City from the from the playoffs. Uh, we've got other ones by, uh, what's this, Panic, Steven, uh, uh, what is this? Wolf versus Stevenson. Um, oh, this is Paul, let's see, Paul Wolfer. Stevenson running back one? What if Stevenson starts out as the running back one for the first five or six weeks? We're going to be running to this board and being like, Paul Wolfer to the moon. Paul Wolfer says Stevenson's running back one. Aloha said the Vikings show in the championship game. Uh, that's Aloha's. We got all these awesome predictions here. Um, Matthew Boyd. Um Underdog winner, $3 million. Matthew Boyd says he's winning the $3 million underdog fantasy contest. That's his prediction. If he wins that, he automatically wins. None of you get a vote. If he wins, anybody wins the $3 million, they win this, and they're on this board for it, saying, I'm going to win it. That's the best prediction anybody can make. The odds of getting struck by lightning while you're on the can, dropping a deuce, is more likely. Getting struck by lightning twice in the same sitting on the can, dropping a double deuce, is more likely than winning the underdog fantasy three million and predicting it on the fifty dollar board. The combination that's like a parlay. That's essentially a parlay. Matt is who is this? Matthew Boyd is essentially made a double deuce parlay that while he's on the can gets double struck by lightning, wins the underdog three million, and had the balls to throw a fifty dollar hauler on the board to predict it all to happen. That's what I'm talking about. Ron Navy, by the way, fifty dollar hauler, Ron. Appreciate you. If you want to be on the big board, drop a 50 wad. Drop your prediction. The winner, based on you, the voting audience, the chat, you decide who was the best prediction at the end of the year. And the winner co-hosts the show for me, the entire show, on the phone line or via video. If you want, it's up to you. And you win a lifetime membership to the Fantasy Football Show content. If you already have one, I'll give you a draft call, which is the, the same price point. And there probably are more prizes. Get your prediction on the board now before it's too late. Before somebody one-ups you and puts the same prediction on the board. Um, Tommy, Tommy's dropping a, a, a prediction without the $50 hauler. It's not going to go on the board, Tommy, but I'll read it. Lance will have 200 rushing yards against the Commanders. Book it. Oh, boy. Tommy, you need to unplug that guitar. You got it plugged in the, the, the wrong place, my guy. <laughs> You're all amped up. <laughs> you, got it, you got that plugged in in the back there, buddy. And it's uh, you get a little high voltage action. It's making your brain look a little foggy. Uh, appreciate you, Ron Navy, for dropping the $50 hauler. Uh, the, these are getting good behind me. These are getting good. 
Smitty, you're going to need a bigger board. It's May 25th. What I'm going to do is rewrite it, I think, one of these days. Take a screenshot of it or take a photo and then erase it and rewrite it smaller and try and fit it in. But yeah, we're going to need a bigger board. We're going to need a bigger board. Can't wait to see some of these predictions as they come in. Uh, appreciate you. Did anybody, let's see, I've seen Nostradamus signature at the store in Vegas. I, I've seen Nostradamus signature. Uh, Ron Navy, by the way, today celebrates his 11 months here. 11 months uh, as a YouTube membership. Uh, one month to go to hit one year. Congrats, Ron Navy, to the moon. To the Seems moon. like you've been here for a decade. And uh, uh, we appreciate you. Okay, let's get back to the the rest of this news, and then we'll open the phone lines. Um, this one right here, Sky Moore, really like Sky Moore. This is like good and bad news. It kind of you know hits both ways for some reason. The athletic talking. It's always the athletic with these little rumors here. Like hey, I you know who who are these people anyway? Who's Nate Taylor? You know, that's I mean I I can say these things, and people just have to believe what I say, right? I mean, because Nate Taylor writes, Sky Moore is projected as the the starter for three wide receiver sets next to Kadarius Tony and Scantling. I mean, I'm sure he has a little bit of a lead on this, but sometimes these are opinion pieces from the Athletic. And it's like, hey, hey, Kilpatrick ce- celebrating 11 months. Uh, Jeremy's celebrating four months. We got a lot of, of of anniversaries today. I think somebody dropped some some uh, uh, you know gifted memberships on this day. A lot of a lot of a uh, lot of romancing and 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 uh, YouTube exclusive memberships were born on this day. A lot of candlelit uh, YouTube exclusive member gifting and and birthing happened. Some conceiving happened on this day for YouTube exclusive memberships. We got a lot of anniversaries here. What did what did uh what did uh, 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 Russian collusion or Terry Roberts or or uh, East Coast Taddy come in and just, you know, Pal Derby slap down 50 gifted memberships on this day. Uh, kind of ironic that all these anniversaries are sitting right here. Um, Russian Collusion dropped 20 gifted memberships. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This man, on the anniversary of all these YouTube exclusive membership birthdays, you know, conceptions were had during this live stream 11 months ago, you know. And this man, Collusion, comes in and drops a 20 gifted membership situation on us. Right on our lap. Just right there. Right there. Appreciate you, Collusion. Appreciate you. Sky Moore is projected as the the starter in three wide receiver sets. This is, you know, this is good. We need him in there getting the football. It, It always sucks to hear, when you got three wide receivers, he'll be in the game. But they do this a lot. So this is not a bad thing. This is not like, oh, they, the Chiefs rarely throw the football. Like, <laughs> they got three wides out quite a bit. And this will keep them fresh, electric. He'll be in the slot. He'll be uh, all over the field. All over the field. Uh, Collusion is the man, by the way. Collusion, Terry, East Coast Taddy, Pal Derby. The, these are these are usual, you know, members that, that gift all kinds of... Uh, um, Russian collusion, my prediction this year, Dallas wins. Thank you very much again, collusion, for dropping that. Okay, um, thanks so much. Three-month membership, JCIM celebrating his three-month. OEG celebrating his five-month, says, Yo, Najee, um, Cal- Kilpatrick, 11 months. Uh, Jeremy W., four months. Ron Navy, Jeremy W. said, I can't believe it's been... Only four months. Jeremy W., it seems like you've been here a while, bro. That is very, very impressive. 
Pal Der, uh, uh, Pal Derby, Pal Derby I, is on my mind because this guy drops, you know, uh, gifted memberships all the time. Russian collusion dropping twenty gifted memberships. This guy is one of the most giving guys um, on this channel. Him and Pal Derby have been amazing lately. Ron Navy's always gifting. Um, Terry Robert, all you guys, you guys are just fantastic. You keep the lights on. I can't thank you enough. And uh, look at this, look at this. Gifted twenty memberships. Russian collusion, unbelievable. Uh, I like Sky more, and Rasheed Rice is not obviously projected to start, but I still like coupling Sky Moore and Rasheed Rice late late in the best ball. But I have an announcement to make. I'm not saying Moon Man. I'm not saying Moon Man, but. Kadarius Tony. It's been a long time waiting. Kadarius Tony's getting his uh getting his stripes today on the on the on the, the satellite man list at least. Kadarius Tony, I'm gonna revamp the satellite man list. I'm gonna revamp maybe the entire process of getting into a moon man or Mars man spot and make something a little bit more elaborate. But the satellite man list, the spaceman alternates, the guys in training. Uh, it's about time Kadarius Tony gets the recognition he deserves. He's risky, but the more I look at film on him, and I went back and looked, because a lot of you have been saying he needs to be on the Moon Man list. So I credit you guys for urging me along and getting this thing going. My life is separated into two eras before Smitty and after Smitty. That's fantastic. BS and AS. BS and ASS. Those are what Jeremy's life is. That's his timeline. That's gonna that's what it's gonna say on his uh his uh his tombstone someday. BS did a lot of things in his life. ASS did a lot more. Did a lot more conquering, a lot more dominating in the AS part of his life. Uh I appreciate you, my guy. Appreciate you. Um But Kadarius Tony is gonna be on the satellite man list. Here's Swaggy, you always do this. Like, Swaggy, you always... This is Swaggy. I did this. I said this first. Smitty, this came out of my mouth. I was born talking about this. Swaggy, the reason... You always say this. It's You always say this. Whenever something comes out of my mouth, like, as if I, as if it's not going to be... As if I'm not going to have evolving thoughts or if I mentioned something. Like, the other day, I was talking about... you. you I talked about hero running back because people are asking about... You're like, I've been talking about hero running back. Like, you invented hero running back or something, Swaggy. It's been going on for years and decades. It's not something that nobody knows about. But a lot of people want me to put a video out on zero RB, on zero wide receiver, on hero running back. What's it all mean? How do you do it? How do you deploy it effectively? And Swaggy's always here to go, I said that, Schmitty. I'm the one that told you. I'm the one that told you. It's always what Swaggy was here for. Kadarius Tony's been on a lot of people's minds, Swaggy. You didn't invent him. You didn't invent him, Swaggy. You didn't. I'm sorry. There's been a lot more people in here, you included. I'll give you your credit. You've been wanting him on the, the Moon Man list. He's coming, but not the Moon Man list yet, but the, the Satellite Man list, at least. Um, Why does Tony wear that scuba hat? I don't know. But anyway, I, I, I'm I excited about Kadarius Tony. I, I'm also fearful he's going to burn everybody. So I don't think he's going to make the Moon Man list. But I'm putting him on the Satellite Man list because... He just rewatching some of his film. The guy's just—he's just really strangely created. 
like his his twitch and ability to like move and change directions is really kind of like some of the guys in the past what we talk about that have that twitch that no one really has anymore in the NFL. The problem is, does it lead to injury? The problem is, does he tear something? Um, if Smitty makes Tony a moon man, I'm deleting my subscription, says Frank. Frank, you don't scare me. Number one, Frank, you're not deleting anything. You love this channel, Frank. You would you would walk away for five seconds and go, I'm coming back. Um, and we would all we would do this, Frank. Despite your 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 negative tone here, Frank. Despite your negative tone right now, Frank, which is unacceptable, Frank. Uh, uh, inclusion. Collusion, can you uh, mute real quick? Collusion? Uh, hear the show in the background. Just hang tight real quickly, Collusion. Uh, Frank, um, Frank's pretending that he's going to leave the show somehow. Frank, if you left, even though you're being out of pocket right now, okay, we would we would still put up the bat signal, Frank, and we would request Frank's presence. We would say, Frank, where are you? Stop. Stop getting upset over Mooney. Or not Mooney. What did I say? Mooney. Tony. Kadarius Tony cracking the Moon Man list. He's not on the Moon Man list, Frank, but I'm not scared. You're not going anywhere, Frank. You live for this show. You've been a little you've been a little argumentative on a couple fronts, Frank. But I still appreciate you and I, I want you here. Okay? You're not going anywhere. Stop flexing. Evans ADP too late. No, I like Evans' ADP. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's late. It's good. It's good value. I like ADPs uh, for those guys right now. Like Evans and Pickens, those are like six, seven-round guys. Those are fantastic wide receiver threes. I'm drafting Evans in best ball underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, which will be drafting tonight on underdog. I'll drop that link, and you guys can jump in. Collusion, hang tight. I'm almost there. Uh, drop, drop into a live draft tonight. Here's the link. I'm going to pin the the link in the live chat it's in the description of every video if you want to draft with me tonight you got to click this link now sign up minimum ten dollar deposit they'll match up to a hundred dollars in your first deposit so if you deposit 50 they'll give you 50 if you're new to underdog you deposit 100 they'll give you 100 you deposit 10 the minimum they'll give you 10 and then you could do a, a couple you know seven dollar poodles tonight and then do an additional you know three dollar couple couple different uh drafts on there that are like three bucks for the Garrett Wilson private drafts. So go get ready by clicking the link that's pinned in the live chat that's in the description of every video and let's get to drafting some of these guys like Mike Evans in round 7, Pickens in 6 and 7, Sky Moore in double-digit rounds, Kadarius Tony. we'll see where we draft him tonight. Uh, and then the last piece of news, uh, Kadarius Tony's old team that got rid of him Hard to see a substantial role immediately for rookie wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Here's the athletic again. The athletic Dan uh, Dugan Dugan Doug Ann Doug Gan Dugan. I don't know how to say his name. I don't care. Doug never heard of him. Dugan can say whatever he wants. Um, but I don't. I don't really agree with this. Hard to see a substantial role immediately. I mean, maybe immediately. I mean, maybe he's being captain obvious here. Immediately. What's immediately? Like in in OTAs in week one. Like as he's developing. This is the most talented wide receiver on the roster. So I do expect him to get into a role a little more quickly than Dan. Okay. Let's go to Russian collusion, uh, who dropped twenty gifted memberships. Uh, what's up, Russian? 
Not much, Vinny. I just wanted to, I agree with you 100% on uh, Tony. And I, if the kid, if the kid could play 17 games, he could be a top five wide receiver, especially in that, in that offense. I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, but the kid's got to stay healthy. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, look, we've had this conversation and, and guys like uh, Swaggy will act like I, I hate the guy. You know, Swaggy be like, I told you about him. I told you. I was there when Kadarius Tony was, when they gave birth to him. I'm the one that saw him come out like a like a, a wet fish. He flopped out, and I said, that guy's going to be a wide receiver. And he's going to be amazing. That's what Swaggy says. Uh, like, we talked about him very positively. I always say I'm worried about him. I am. Who's not worried about him staying healthy? Everybody's worried about him staying healthy. This guy got traded out of New York because he's a head case. He got in a fist fight on the field in the same game that he flopped onto his arms and almost broke both of his arms and then went to the sideline and headbutted his own uh, coach. Headbutted his own coach. This is the guy that the New York Giants said, we're done with them. But he did go somewhere where Andy Reid wanted him. Andy Reid likes him. Veach is very good at identifying talent. This GM is a, is a master at finding talent and identifying talent. He knows what he's doing. Veach knows what he's doing. And Veach talks highly of Kadarius Tony. Um, but is this a remember Charles Rogers, a Detroit Lion wide receiver, oh. couldn't ever stay healthy. Oh. That guy was gonna be amazing. Charles, Charles Rogers, does anybody remember how good that guy felt like he was gonna be? It was like this is gonna be a top five wide receiver. Couldn't stay healthy. Kept breaking his collarbones. Broke one collarbone. I think he broke the other collarbone. There are just players. Javid Best. Uh, how come they're all Lions? Javid Best was going to be a really good running back. Uh, what's the guy, Wilson, the running back for the Giants? Since we're on the topic of the Giants, what was his name? Jeff Wilson? Or what was it? The running back? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Wilson, the running back, he was going to be something. He couldn't stay healthy. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Beanie Wells. You know, um, uh, all, all kinds of players that, that should have been amazing but couldn't stay healthy. Josh Gordon couldn't stay on the field. Couldn't stay healthy and couldn't stay on the field. There's so many of those situations. Tony does reek of that type of, like, disappointment. You know, he also does bleed talent like no other wide receiver really in his kind of position. He just, he has that twitch about him. Where he's just gone, like he just he can move so amazingly. So I'm excited about him, but I don't think he's gonna make the Moon Man list. David Wilson, thank you. I don't think he's gonna make the Moon Man list, but I think he will. I'm putting him on the the. I'll be doing a video on Kadarius Tony and a couple other players, and he's gonna crack the uh, the Satellite Man list or whatever I turn the Satellite Man list into. Uh, Collusion. What else you got, real quick? And then I'm gonna go to uh, Ron Navy and then Ethan. But you can stay on the line, obviously. Yeah. No, I just, uh, you know, you know, you know, everybody wants those, uh, the Mars Men cards. So just, uh, it, you know, I don't know how you're going to do it, but uh, everybody wants one. So, uh, you know, shout out to you for, for creating something like that, because that's huge. That's going to be huge for you and your longevity and keeping people, you know, interested in your, in your site and everything like that. So kudos to you, man. Yeah, uh, collusion. These are going to be. Um, send me an email right now at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Send me an email just so I have you, uh, Smitty at, and 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 anybody that's interested in this, and I'll try and collect a little list and 
Maybe I send out an email. I don't know. I might drop the link during the live stream to get these. But here here are all the cards. I just got them back from the, the laser um, uh, printer uh, or etcher. Laser these cards. Here are all the cards. Um, I haven't decided. They're, they're the thickness of a credit card. They're uh, metal or they're uh, aluminum. They're, you listen to it fall on the table. They're, 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 you can keep it in your wallet or whatever or keep it somewhere else where it won't get scuffed. Uh, but this will be your Mars Band card. The, the perks that come with it are to be announced, but I can tell you right now that it comes with a spot, guaranteed spot every year in a league. These, these will be up for grabs at a one-time purchase, so you don't have to repurchase the access or anything. But when you get this card, it comes with a guaranteed spot for life of the show, the Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel in a league that will draft its redraft. So we're going to draft every single year. It'll be live streamed every year. There'll be 12 to 13 spots for it. I may make 12 spots and make it a 13 man league and, and figure that out so that we can get 12 of you in there instead of 11. But I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work that out and see if it makes sense because it would thin out the teams a little bit. It wouldn't be the same type of feel of a team. So I don't know if I want to go that route, but but what what uh, what I've talked about and I've told Ron a little bit about this is that I might create Moonmen cards, twelve of them. I won't be in that one. I'll be in the Mars Men group, so there will be twelve spots for that. It would be a cheaper entry level, less perks, and a guaranteed league that's live streamed as well every single year. Less perks that come with the card, and the ability to climb into not the the, the Mars Men card group, but into the Mars Men League, where the winner of the Moon Man League of the twelve individuals advances into the Mars Man League. He's out of he's out of pocket, out of place, out of turn. He shouldn't even belong there. But we're gonna put him in there, and the loser, the last place team in the Mars Men drops into the Moon Men League. Doesn't lose their card or their perks. Nobody crosses over and gets the other person's perks or card. But you're going to be floating inside the the Moon Man League until you win out and get back in the Mars Man League. And so these 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 two leagues will cross pollinate, and it'll be nobody can get in these leagues ever again. It'll be it'll be the only the card holders that that are in it. So hang tight for that. Um, let's go over to Ron Navy real quick, Ron. Hello? You're on mute, Ron. Hello? Okay, we'll wait for Ron. Let's go over to Ethan. Ethan, you're live. Smitty, I was uh, trying to get Tony last year on waivers, but then he uh, had that hamstring injury, and he had a game against uh, a game where he had zero receptions, zero yards. A play got called back of his for a holding call where he does this he can like he can jump backward and then move forward like Tyree Kill I've seen Vic do it against Kabir Baja Biamilla yeah it, Kamara a little bit there's only a few players like, I've ever seen do that it's almost like he's on like a like some kind of bungee cord and like he jumps back yeah. and like yeah it's it's crazy that's what I was saying when I watched the footage of him I, I was I was like man it's so exciting. I just don't want to get. I don't want to fall into the trap. I feel like it's a trap, but I'm so excited about his talent. So he's gonna. I'm gonna open up my heart and put him on the 
the satellite man list. I don't think I could move a, a player over or take a player off, and I don't. I'm only going to add two more players to the to the moon man list. I think, and any more, we'll probably have to remove somebody. And I don't want to remove anybody for Kadarius Tony. He'll sit, and it's a prominent place to be an alternate to be on the satellite man list. It'll be very, very. I'm gonna I'm gonna map it up and make it look real fun and and kind of revamp the the satellite man list. And I don't know if I'm gonna do some other kind of thing too. Uh, but yeah, really excited about him. I really think he's he's got the potential, but he just does still feel part trap, part upside. I can't shake that he's he's fifty percent risk, fifty percent upside. So it just depends on the cost of entry. If you got to draft him around six, five, I'm a little hesitant. If you can get him at late six, seven, I don't know what's his ADP right now. I think it's around. Where is it at? Where have you been seeing him go? Any anybody on the line right now? Where are you seeing Kadarius Tony go on the on the regular? I'm not sure where he's going, but I, I'm thinking he'll be like a Seattle uh, Percy Harvin. I think I'm more interested in uh, Dotson later. If you well, said I yeah, could get of course, him. yeah. I mean, Dotson, Dotson's definitely in drafts, and Dotson ahead of him. His his ADP is pretty seventy. Yeah, and it is slightly ahead of Dotson by like three spots. I'd much rather have Dotson. I'm drafting Dot. Dotson's one of my breakouts, and you might see him plop on a list very, very soon. So hang tight on that. But yeah, uh, so Kadarius Tony, number seventy overall, which means that he is. Let me look at a, a, a board here. Seventy overall puts him at about what is that? What is that? That is yeah. It's about tar- six end of the sixth round. And end of the. Seventh round at seventy five. That that I don't mind, Ron. Seventy five, like in the middle of the seventh round, or even the beginning of the seventh round. Your seventh seventh drafted player. That's Rashad White. That's that's um, that's Jordan Addison. That's Brandon Ayuk. That's Jamison Williams. That's Javante Williams. That's Deontay Johnson. That is Jahan Dotson, who I like better. But that is an acceptable territory. Round seven. Round six is a little bit early. I feel like round six is where you might still get the the Pickens, the J.K. Dobbins, um, you know, maybe a potential like just a couple different players that feel a little bit more bang for your buck without the risk. But round seven is acceptable. If he climbs into five or six territory, I'm probably gonna be more out than I'm in. But I'm still excited for him. I, I would say. And hang tight, real quickly, and I'll go to Ron. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know if you called for me earlier, but I had we to did. put you on hold and answer the AC guys on his way out. So. We may or may not have said hello. Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Well, let me get... that's, that's where I was. Let me clear these super chats real quick, and then I'm going to go to Ron. Baker is the check down king. I'd target Godwin and Rashad White. It'll be Cleveland all over again. Evans is a no-go in non-PPR in fantasy, says Isaac. It's an interesting take. I, I don't totally disagree with it, but I think Evans, you know, I don't know. Maybe his reign of a thousand yard seasons is over. What is it gonna be? This tenth straight season, or did he just have his tenth? I forget. But but amazing wide receiver career this guy's had. Uh make fantasy football non PPR again, says Isaac. That's his his presidential run slogan. Make make non PPR great again. Do it live. Big hands, big energy. Appreciate you, Isaac. Actually, where's my, where's my, uh, where's my Donald Trump? I got this somewhere. Where is it? Hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Ah, 
Did I get rid of it? I think I got it somewhere. I'll look for it. I don't know if I have it anywhere. I used to have a little Donald Trump uh, little bit that I did. Here non PPR is. Here it is. low energy. Non PPR, big hands, big energy. Fantastic. We love the non PPR. Bring it back, make it great again. <laughs> Appreciate you, Isaac. Okay. Uh, Ron Navy says, Thomas, congrats on the three months. Ron drops a $1.99 super chat to congrat. Congratulations, thrown, thrown to Thomas. Nice job, Ron. Well played. Uh, Jacobs and Jacoby are going to eat from Jimmy G. I don't think so. Jacobs is going to get 50 to 60 receptions. Adams is screwed, though. Ayuk is a better wide receiver than Debo, and he suffered with Jimmy under center. I don't, I, I'm not trusting a single Raider. I'm not trusting a single Raider. Smitty, when are you going live? Says Rock Out. It's always funny when he drops that. Uh, tonight I'll go live around midnight Eastern, uh, though, midnight to 1230. Evans, ADP too late. Overcome asked. I think it's fantastic in round, it's fantastic. Big energy in round number seven for, for, for Mike Evans. Uh, I live, uh, I live for your rant, Smitty. Break out the megaphone. Thank you, D-Class. Appreciate you being here. D-Class, I'm sorry it took so long to get to your super chat. Kevin, are you still here? I see it now. Wentz to the Raiders. I definitely think that's going to be a possibility, bro. At this point, uh, Ron Navy, what's going on? <laughs> I said that in IG to you earlier. Went to the Raiders. Why don't they sign when? Yeah, he can get the ball down the. Field. Yeah, definitely, definitely feel like it's possible they bring him in, and that might be where we we recalibrate a little bit on Adams, but not on Jacobs, because you know the same kind of rules apply to Jacobs's demise in Las Vegas. Number one, really hard to repeat what he did. Number two, no one really saw it coming, not because he was some absolute gem. Like, we, we, Jacobs is good. We know how good Jacobs is. He's a really good, tough runner. But what he did was not something he's going to keep repeating. And, you know, he's not a top. He's not a cemented staple in the top five running backs in fantasy football. He had a really good year. Everything came together. We've seen that happen before, but he would have been very hard-pressed even in a duplicate situation if you carried everything over, kept Derek Carr. He would have been hard-pressed to, to have a top-five running back season. He still could have been 6-10 to 10 potentially, but now you have Jimmy G or whatever going on at quarterback. You're going to have eight-man fronts no matter what. Wentz is still going to provide you eight-man fronts. You're going to have more susceptibility to injury. He's disgruntled. He's holding out right now. Holding out even to this degree right now, increases your odds of getting injured. Uh, every time a player is hold, held out in the past, there there's always been some sort of like fear of injury, right? And it's because players aren't out there doing normal things. They are, they're still working out and training, but there's something about being out there and going through the grind. When you're missing from that, you end up getting hurt. You're a lot more likely to get injured. Holdouts definitely lead to that. Um, so concern. That's why uh, even like a Barkley coming off of his torn ACL, not getting in there to practice and participate because they're worried about his ACL and he kind of goes straight into week one, injuries. You know, that's why you fear a player that's not ready is because you get thrown to the wolves, you get injured. Compensation injuries, all that stuff is a reason we have big, big, big concern. Um, Garrett says, when and how will Mars League be available to get... Um, 
I haven't decided that yet. I might announce a certain time and drop it on Monday. So Monday or Tuesday. So hang tight on the Mars men cards. These cards will be limited. There will only be 11 or 12, but probably 11. And the moon man cards will follow after. Uh, Godwin and Rashad White will succeed for the same reason why Jacoby and Jacobs will in Las Vegas. Bad QBs. Um, I appreciate you, Isaac. And Isaac, man, $10 hauler. Another one. Isaac to the moon. Isaac, you're the man. I hear what you're saying, but I definitely am going to agree to disagree on this one. Um, could Wentz come in and save the day? But Jimmy's not going to. Jimmy's not even healthy. Jimmy might not even be ready for week one, and Jimmy's a disaster. So I'm not a big fan. I don't know. if I forget, Isaac, if you're a Niner fan, maybe some of that spilling over or something, which I appreciate and I understand. Um, and I appreciate the dedication to your boy, Jimmy G. Uh, a ten So that was a $10 hauler. Baker's the check down king. I got that $5 hauler from Isaac. I think I'm caught up on the Super Chats. Overcome Evans ADP. I think I'm all caught up on the Super Chats. Appreciate you dropping them. If anybody's got any other Super Chats, drop them. Um, if I missed anybody's, let me know. Let me go back to Ron real quick for any other thoughts you had. And then I'm going to jump over to Ethan. Then back to Russian Collusion. And anybody else can dial into the phone line. Go ahead, Ron. <clears throat> yeah, just on that Raider thing. Uh, Josh should be on the phone. Yeah, Bill. Hey, you sticking with Mac this year? Hey. Um, how about sending Zappy down to me? I'll, I'll, I'll take Zappy off your hands. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> send Kyler over to the Raiders, please. Uh, get him over there. Yeah. But, you know, we had the opportunity. Then we can get Caleb. We'll get Caleb. We'll, we'll have the first overall pick if we get rid of, you know, Kyler. We might have the first overall pick anyway. The Cardinals, if, if, if Caleb is – available to be drafted as the QB one number one overall player and he probably will most definitely be the number one overall player there's a really good shot the Cardinals will trade Kyler regardless of what Gannon has said openly because Gannon doesn't make all the decisions and Caleb is just a different you know breed and everybody's expecting him to be the next top five quarterback and maybe he won't be we'll have to see but the Cardinals for sure um are a, a candidate to get that pick, and man, they, they should trade him. They should trade Kyler. It, it wouldn't be a bad move. To, I mean, I, I know you probably wouldn't want to trade him before you know what your draft pick's going to be and you have a shot at but the Cardinals are going to be so bad that I, th- I think I would trade him high now versus, you know, when teams know you're trying to get rid of them because you got a draft pick that you're going to grab a quarterback at, and so, like, you're kind of showing your hand, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, real quickly, go to Ethan, then back to Collusion. Ethan, what's up, pal? You're live. So I was testing the waters, uh, talking trash uh, with my older brother, and he's interested in uh, uh dog's got a dog. One second. He's got his dog. He's, in, he's interested in, um, uh, uh, like, Damian Pierce and these lower, these later running backs. And... Uh, when I mentioned Jameer Gibbs, he's like, what, that guy, you know? He's like, he's not interested in him at all. So I feel good about that considering uh, Algier is uh, pretty much a Damian Pierce. It's like the same guy, you know what I mean? So, Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I, a lot of people like uh, Algier and thought that, that Bijan wasn't needed. I totally disagree with that take, but... Um, Pierce is interesting. Where do you rank Pierce for 2023? Uh, I'm not sure I rank him, but like, I mean, he was 20 number running back, what 27 last year or something. And 
Algier had a thousand yards. If Bijan was on the Texans, they'd be like, okay, Algier, uh, here's your six carries a game. You know, like if he was up against Rex Burkhead, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, I, I think it's good for me because maybe I'll be able to pass on a running back early and get Gibbs, but he likes running backs like that, like uh, Josh Jacobs from two to three years ago. And I don't, I mean, I don't like to settle for mediocrity at any position. And, and I mean, I'd rather gamble than, than be stuck with a guy that, oh, hopefully he gets a touchdown and 60 yards and a few, you know, I don't know. So what, what's the, I mean, what's I'm the, qu- I'm a little lost in the question. Uh, is it Algier versus Pierce or what do, what do you, what are you asking here? Oh, he was, he was more interested. He'd rather take rather than like a Jameer Gibbs. He's, he's interested in like Montgomery or a Damian Pierce. And I was just talking trash saying, no, no, okay. I'll take the young rookie. And yeah, I mean, bro, with, so, the, with the, with the upside, some people don't, they don't, they're not visionaries with this stuff. Like, and I'm not saying that as, like trying to like toot my own horn or, or toot our, you know, your own horn. I'm not tooting your horn, pal. You know, I'm not even tooting my own horn. Uh, I, I'm yeah. merely saying that we all are visionaries with this thing, or we, we like to think we are, right? We're going to miss things, yeah. obviously. But this, like when we have Scott Hansen on, for example, love Scott Hansen, totally respect Scott Hansen. And I love getting like a, uh, I don't want to call him a layman. Uh, you know, he's, he's obviously really embedded and knowledgeable about football, but he's certainly in the lane of what's in front of me. He's not in the business of pro- pro- projecting or forecasting. He's in the business of what happened last week. What's happening in the second quarter? Could the third quarter look like the second quarter? He's in the moment. And you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were, there was a lot of positive commenters on the Scott Hansen interview video that I did recently. If anybody missed it, go, go back about, I don't know. 30 videos probably at this point, but Scott Hansen came on for about 30, 40 minutes. It was fantastic conversation, but like the people that were negative toward him and saying like, this guy's got bad takes or whatever, you know, thinking that, you know, Kincaid isn't going to, you know, pop right away necessarily, or, you know, that he wasn't as high on Gibbs and Bijan, even though he said he really liked them and he was very clear about that. Like he's, his job isn't to try and hit a home run out of the park in week one, like that's what we're trying to do and accomplish. And sometimes you mm-hmm. run across fantasy owners like this guy you're talking about, Bob in your league, who's like, What's yeah. in front of me? What's in front of me? Give me give me the guy who give me Jamal Williams. He had seventeen touchdowns last year. Like, give me that guy. Two like that touchdown. I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you know, just take advantage of it. But yeah, Gibbs I don't know. I don't even know if I'd talk trash to him because then you're 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 alerting him to, you know, some sort of improvement in his game and just run circles around Here's where I think Gibbs is different than Swift in terms of what they didn't like they didn't like Swift and sometimes they do give like charity like here's a goal line play Gibbs is going to be the rookie they've spent a lot of draft capital on he's going to get a few more goal line plays and Jamal Williams for whatever reason they just like just look at the stats one yard touchdown one yard touchdown you know I mean, don't tell me like, oh, he's so good. He's, so, you know, I mean, he's a he's a good player. We had him on the Packers, but I mean, Montgomery. I had him three years ago, and he was he was a good player. But this is this is three years later, and you know, I had him with Trubisky. I, I, it's just, I'm, I'm I think Gibbs is sitting in a good spot. Bro, he's G- gonna get Gibbs. 
is going to catch sixty-five plus receptions. Let's let like let's not even joke around about how different Gibbs is than really any running back in the draft class and in almost most of the running backs in the National Football League. But aside from a couple guys that are kind of tailing off, like Kamara is no longer Kamara. This is the new Kamara. This is a guy that's going to live in the receiving categories more than the rushing categories. So when somebody says something stupid like Gibbs isn't going to be able to take a hold of that job, like Monty's there. They paid Monty. Okay, are we going to literally like push and pull at this argument of, okay, they paid Monty a lot of money. Do you think they're really going to not use him? Okay, they, they spent a number 12 overall pick on Gibbs. Do you think they're really going to not use him? Like, we could go back and forth on this. Or we could accept the reality that Gibbs isn't running for 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 yards. He's running for maybe mm. 700 or 800, which, mean, which means Monty's going to get close to 1,000 yards and have six, seven touchdowns, which is totally acceptable, flex-worthy you know, to the, to the, to the rafters, sure. But Gibbs is going to pull in 65. It's like comparing a a ballet dancer and a pole dancer. Like, they're doing different things. Yeah. They're both dancing, <laughs> but they're both at different locations, doing different things, showing different attributes. You know, it, it's, it's, well, it's, it's crazy to me I'm when people about say things about Monty stepping on Gibbs. What am I going to do if Gibbs... If they give him a screen pass in the preseason and he looks like Kamara and does that juke on a linebacker, I mean, I mean, it's not going to – and takes it to the house. I mean, Amir Abdullah one year took one to the house. You and know, everyone's like, Abdullah, you know, it's, it's going to – I don't want him to play preseason at all. You I know what I'm – yeah, oh, my pre- hamstring's a little tight. Preseason's going to be bad for Gibbs shares, bro. It's going to skyrocket his ADP. But he- here's what we're going to do the moment Gibbs – Sees a little crease in the and 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 takes something you know fifty five yards untouched. We're gonna hit this little number right here. Got him. <laughs> got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Good is what we're gonna. Gibbs is look. Also, my final point on Gibbs. Gibbs is in the fourth round still. Like he dips into the third round for sure. But uh, Ron, in the last two or three drafts, where have you gotten Gibbs? Have you gotten, or has Gibbs gone in the fourth round at all in the last handful of drafts you've done? At least a couple of them. Like what? What, what percentage? Yeah. yeah, he has. He has. I mean, he's like a 50-50 fifty fifty guy. 50-50 to go in the 50, fourth round. Yeah, fifty fifty to go in the fourth round. Got him. Just straight got him. Like like but Gibbs. It's gonna be more early fourth round though. Yeah, yeah, early fourth round. But Gibbs in the fourth round is is like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like going to a, a, a steakhouse, right? And you literally order the side of French fries. And the guy brings you a filet mignon on accident. That's what happens when, when Gibbs is sitting there around four. And you're on the clock. <laughs> 4.1, Gibbs is still there. You're getting a filet mignon at the cost of a side of fries. And, and and there's no risk at all. So why anybody's not all over Gibbs is just asinine to me. But I will say what's similar uh, in similar fashion, a little crazy, is when people aren't patient and they start drafting him in round two. I've drafted him in round three. I admit it. I've done it live on my show. 
I've taken them at the third, the 3.2, 3.4, 3.3. I've done it. Like in a best ball, when you can't trade, I do it. In a mock draft, I try not to. In a mock draft, I try not to because I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, feed into that frenzy. But in a best ball draft where I'm in an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, you know, $3 million on the line, 60000 on the line, 30000 on the line. That link is pinned in the live chat. We're drafting tonight. Make sure you click it and get your minimum $10 deposit in. They'll double it. They'll double whatever you deposit the first time you deposit up to $100. So be careful and make your deposit count because you only get one time they double it and they double it up to $100. But when I'm sitting there in a best ball draft where there's there's cash money on the line, like I, I am going to reach for him in the third round. Um, can I do, do I reach like any higher than like 3.1, 3.2, 3.3? No. And I don't condone it. I don't keep in mind the more we all do that, the more you're not going to get a steal a month from now. So be very, very careful and mindful of it as best you can try to get away with him. Try to get away with him in, in, in the fourth round, because when you do it, when you get Gibbs in the fourth round, it's like running into a pot of gold. Just sitting there right in your living room. I'm going to go take a leak. I'll be right back. Walking through your hallway. Stumble on a big pot of gold sitting right right there below your feet. That's what it's like when Gibbs is sitting there in round four. You come back to your slow best ball draft on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. You come back to your slow best ball draft. And you, and you, you refresh. It says you're on the clock. And you hit the RB tab. And Gibbs is sitting there. And you're like, got him. In the Chow Chow Smitty, he went 4-2. It it feels laughable. I almost feel bad. I'm I'm actually embarrassed of other people when Gibbs is sitting there at 4.1. I'm embarrassed for those other people. You know, those people should be ashamed of themselves. Almost as bad as not watching The Sopranos, which I think Ron Navy, have you you not seen The Sopranos, Ron Navy? Yeah, I've seen all the whole thing. Thank God. Thank God I was about to hit the take a lap button. I, I know there's some shows you haven't seen, so I thought, is this guy not seen Sopranos? Ethan, have you seen The Sopranos? I watched only a little bit of it. I liked his take on uh, on Christopher Columbus when his kid was trying to be all woke and say, Christopher Columbus, you know, he did this and that. And yeah, Ethan, he, Ethan. You know, he gave. Uh, take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> Ethan. I, I promise you, watching The Sopranos will be, you will come back to me. I'm jealous right now. I, I'm, I'm making you take a lap. I'm kind of making fun of you. But at the same time, I'm envious that you have you have literally like eight seasons of enjoyment that I will never get back as a you know fresh experience. You get to go watch The Sopranos for eight seasons, uh, untapped, never seen before. Like, I'm jealous. And you're sitting there just letting it. It's like, it's like it's that pot of gold. It's sitting right below your feet. You don't even see it. You don't even see it, bro. You don't even see it. Go watch The Sopranos. Best show on television, I can period. watch Casino and the Goodfellas. Okay, then you're going to love The Sopranos. It's the best TV show ever created over Game of Thrones, over uh, over Breaking Bad. And you could argue those. That's like arguing Jordan and LeBron and all that. But but to me, it's the best show ever. Ever created. It's phenomenal. Take a lap. Take a lap. But uh, real quickly, um, Garrett oh, says... Oh, I. Garrett uh, says, watch me. I got to get going. Uh, thanks a lot, though. Who's this? Who's this? Yep. Ethan. Who's, Ethan. I gotta Ethan. Get, okay. I gotta Ethan. Get going. I got to take the dog for a run. Yeah. He's going yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Later, pal. Hey, hold on. Is your dog right there? 
What's your dog's name? Uh, he's out of here. Oh, the dog's name's oh. Kaya. She's a cattle dog. She's she's got to get moving. Does she's she speak? Can she say? Can she say Joe Burrow? Uh, she's more of a, she's more of an Aaron Rodgers fan. All right. All right, Ethan, appreciate you, man. Later. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, let me go to Dakota. I'm sorry. What, Ron? Ethan must live up in Wisconsin. Farm dog, cattle dog, Wisconsin seems in an Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah. Wisconsin. Uh, uh, Dakota, Dave, I'm coming to you one second. Let me just have Garrett's super chat read out. Super chip $4.99 from Garrett Morris. I want to smoke you redraft with Mike Thomas. Smitty count me in for Mars Men. Can I send money now to reserve a spot? <laughs> you know, he wants to smoke me. Garrett wants to smoke me with Michael Thomas. I tell you right now, Garrett, you're going to get Michael Thomas. No one else is going to come and knocking on Michael Thomas's door. I just, I can't wait to see how high you take him, Garrett. I just can't wait to see how high you take them in the Marsman draft. In the Marsman draft, these cards are going live on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, unbelievable! Unbe- I love I love Garrett though. Garrett Garrett is a really an absolute gem on this channel. Uh, Frank is Frank still talking about Kadarius Tony or is this something different? Because Frank, you just nonstop. Uh, Frank says he definitely ain't from Jersey because I've never met one. That's never seen the Sopranos. Absolutely, Frank. Frank, that we can agree on, pal. Uh, It'll be a wash between you and Garrett, though. Frank. If he takes Michael Thomas, you'll even things out by taking Kamara or Swift, so it'll be an even wash there. Well, the difference, Ron, though, is that I'm taking like a Swift or Kamara in literally like late round territory, whereas this. Garrett character might take Michael Thomas as his wide receiver one. So I'm going to be able to recover no. a whole lot better if Swift craps the bed than Michael Thomas crapping the field. Uh, Michael Thomas, oh, I just, this poor guy, Garrett. Garrett, we're here for you. We're your support system. I got a psych degree. I got my undergrad in psych. So you can kick up your feet at the virtual couch when Mike Thomas craps all over his pants, in his pants, out of his pants, sharts all over the place, on the field. And you come crying to me saying, Smitty, it's, if he didn't get hurt, he didn't get hurt. He, Him and Jimmy G aren't staying healthy. I don't know which one's got a less likelihood of staying healthy. Jimmy Jimmy G, who's got no thumbs, or or Michael Thomas, who's got no ankles. Like, you know, if you combine these two, you still wouldn't have a full player. You'd have a guy who still couldn't throw and a guy who still couldn't run. Um, Frank, appreciate you. Sopranos will change your life. There's never been truer words ever said on this show, to be honest. And this is a football show. And this is still the most accurate thing I've ever heard. Okay, um, let's go over to uh, Dakota hey, did Dave. You do, did you do a Dalmatian? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I want to. Uh, Dakota Dave. You can't. Oh, well, I'm going to do the, the, the chow chow. And they, they'll have chow more chow. like Dalmatians. Yeah. I, yeah. They'll have more Dalmatians. Well, the Dalmatian, yeah, well, maybe. That was... Um, the one hundred one hundred and one dollar one, but it was slow draft. I'm I've only in the second round in that one, but the Chow Chow at least has a thirty second fast draft one, so that's kind of cool. But it's five thousand people, it's fifty dollars. But yeah. uh, the payout I think is better better yeah. than the. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a Chow Chow. I'll do a Shih Tzu. I'll do whatever they got. 
whatever I have time for, I just haven't. Yeah. I, those bigger ones, I want to make sure I've got a boatload of time. I don't time out or something like that. I've got. I've had so much stuff on my plate this week. I was like, oh, I'll do one. I'll do one. And then it went. It went off. Dakota, Dave, well, you, you're you, live. You're live on the show. Hold on one second, Ron. Let's go to Dakota, Dave. Every time we go to him, <laughs> poor guy can't. can't. <laughs> Dakota, Dakota, you're live. It's your time to shine. Yeah. Uh, good news on Tony Pollard, my man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's surprising that his ADP's been rising. I think it was too low in the third round, especially uh, post-draft. He escaped the draft. Um, that said, you know, I'm wondering if uh, Jerry Jones might want to go for Dalvin. And, um, you know, if he does, that might be good in a way. Right? Because the, the uh, Tony will plunge. But, you know, as we've been thinking, he's not going to be getting, uh, you know, much more than 200 carries anyway. I want to think about that. Yeah, I look, kind of like Gibbs, it's the same story being told, um, just different uniform. Um, you, you, can't, you can't have Tony Pollard getting 275 carries, 300 carries, 280, 255 even. You know, it's like two, 230 would be even pushing it. Um Pollard is a five-yard-per-carry running back. There are certain running backs that enter the NFL that have that five-yard-per-carry talent, and that's extreme. Like, that is... Jamal Charles was that guy. Uh, Tony Pollard is that guy. ETN is that guy. Um, Gibbs is going to be that guy. And Pollard and Gibbs are very similar in that they're going to be very heavily involved in the passing attack. Gibbs more than Pollard. Um, ETN should be... But they're not using him. The moment ETN, and, and, I, and I've said this 100,000 times, we are all assuming that ETN won't get an uptick in reception totals. Like, it's not going to take much, too. There's a lot of mouse to feed. And with the addition of Calvin Ridley, people are like, oh, now he's not going to get. But keep in mind, he didn't get any, really. So all he has to do is get a nice little uptick in receptions. And we have to consider that his quarterback that he played college football with, Trevor Lawrence. These guys played college football together. They have a rapport there in terms of the the dump-offs and passing situations, but Etienne had to learn pass protection in that situation in his first year because really 2022 was his first NFL season. 2021, he got injured. He didn't play a single snap. So when we look at rookie players, rookie running backs specifically, and we say how good were they in PPR their rookie year it's always going to be a a very big notch down from where their ceiling will be you know and i think because he entered his third year people just assume he's already put together fully like he's not going to improve he's not going to get better he's not going to see more targets he's not going to learn pass protection i think it's a little bit of a um unfair assessment of etn's potential in ppr to use last year and just say oh because ridley's there it's just not going to get better i disagree I will say this, if ETN got 55 plus receptions, and I I don't know that my expectation would be anything like that yet, I'm just saying keep an open mind to more, if he did get 55 receptions, he's a top 5 running back. He's a top 5 running back, guaranteed, if ETN gets 55 plus receptions. So, my point being, Pollard very much has that in the cards. Um, Maybe a little lesser this year than last year, or if they carried Kellen Moore into this season and kept everything the same, I would say Pollard's a lock for 55 plus receptions. Now we're a little more worried about it, but but guess who feels like if he's healthy, and hopefully he is, an absolute lock for 55 plus receptions as a rookie? J- Jameer Gibbs. 
you know, so to answer your question, long-winded, uh, very, very good news about Pollard. They're going to run the damn ball, says McCarthy. Hopefully that works out well. Hopefully if it doesn't, they divert back into normal, you know, way of doing things and they throw the ball more and they know how to get back into that same place they were, you know, with more gone in, in, in a Chargers situation. But I, I still love Tony Pollard. He's still got top five running back potential, you know, packaged into a seven to 12 running back value. So upside's really high. Risk is kind of low, but there's the, the fibula. But we think it's, you know, all good. Yeah, just just one other thing, you know, besides his uh, five yards uh, carry, his um, yards after contact is very, very high. Yeah. Much higher than you expect for a guy of his size. I, you know, so that's just I another thing he brings to the table. And and is he is he all that small? Like everyone always says, for a small guy, he's a small guy. For a and I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that in a negative way to you. I'm saying the perception that everybody's told he's a small guy, six foot two fifteen. Six yeah. like yeah, I, 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 I realize you I know what I'm saying. That as I, yeah, you know you, what it is. He's so he's so explosive. He's uh, deceptive. Yeah. How large he is. It is. And how it, strong he is. And it's not your fault you thought that. People are telling you that. Like, you're seeing it everywhere. You're just getting, you know, uh, just getting bombarded with Tony Pollard's not a every down back. He won't hold up. He's six foot two fifteen. He's bigger than B. John Robinson. You know? <laughs> like, so people need to realize he... But the reason I even say he's not, because you might be saying, well, Smitty just said he's not a between-the-tackles guy... It's not that he wouldn't necessarily hold up as much as I believe his, you know, because he's a smaller guy. I believe his skill set is such that he was never designed, doesn't have the pedigree necessarily um, to be that 250 carry workhorse between the tackle guy. He's big enough, obviously, to do it, but he's dynamic and he's just a mix. His skill set's a mix that you don't want him running 250 240 times up the gut because he hasn't been proven to withstand that but he's certainly a big guy and to talk about him like he's small and fragile not 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 saying that to you but i think it's funny when people do that but yeah i I don't want him getting 250 because he's not proven to be a 250 carry guy at the nfl level yet so kind of like you know eckler eckler's been doing it but i don't think it's going to necessarily prolong his career (laughs) to get between the tackle work like he's been getting for two straight years. Had Eckler stayed in his old role, like the McKinnon role, I think, like you see McKinnon, McKinnon's um, turned 85 years old today. Um, McKinnon is able to do that at 31 years old probably again. Like he is, he's because he's playing wide receiver, you know, in, in a way. So Eckler, I think, I'd be a whole lot more likely, and I'm not saying Eckler can't do it for this one more year. Certainly could. But, but, He's a lot less likely because he's between the tackles. And I just think that that's kind of the way I feel about he came into the league, was developed in the league to be a 400, 500-yard rusher with a you know, near 1,000-yard receiving potential. And so I just think it, it could shorten his career. Um, real quickly, Garrett's got a super chat. Horrible mentions, suits. Oh, honorable mentions, I'm sorry. i got to expand this to even read it clearly. Honorable mentions. I thought he was talking about horrible predictions see i just go negative on garrett i just think garrett's i'm thinking the worst i'm sorry garrett 
Honorable mention, Suits and Peaky Blinders. I do like both those shows. And Suits, I haven't seen the whole way through, but that looks like a really entertaining show, to be honest. I need to put that on my docket. Top three shows of all time, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Dexter, Honorable Mentions, Last Kingdom, definitely love Last Kingdom, Mentalist. If I had to put my top five out, I'd probably say Sopranos, Breaking Bad, or Game of Thrones, kind of a tie for two. Sopranos is one. Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad are two and two and three, but in any order. I would probably say number four. Banshee. Or Last Kingdom. And then Borgia. And people don't know about Borgia. Not the Borgias. That was a Showtime version of the same type of show. But Borgia, singular, one word, Borgia. It was on the Canal Network. You, you, uh, it, it was an unbelievable show. Best surprise show I've ever seen in my life that I stumbled upon. And I was I was literally depressed for like a week straight when it ended. I was I was in one of those like it ended and I just like, what am I going to do with myself? What How am I going to move forward from here? Borgia is unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Start slow. Banshee, what, I stumbled upon that show unbelievable you can watch i believe season one on amazon prime banshee is it's it's not a comedy but the 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 premise of the show is amazing a guy uh uh, uh like a, a heist guy a robber robbery a, a villain type guy he comes gets out of jail and he's trying to find these diamonds you know or whatever and the sheriff he goes to this town and the sheriff dies right in front of him and it's not a comedy. It's a serious, like, the sheriff, this is the very beginning, episode one. I'm not ruining anything. The sheriff dies right in front of him, and the sheriff told him no one had met him yet. No one knew what he looked like. He's going to this new town. And so he just picks up his badge and becomes the sheriff. It's it's the best show. It's called Banshee. It's amazing. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, Garrett, appreciate you dropping those super chats. Uh, Isaac's dropping one more. Says Camara, 1,500 total yards, 13 TDs. Um, his... Rookie season on 120 carries and 81 receptions. Um, Campbell was coaching then. Do you think Gibbs can replicate? So he's basically painting Kamara's rookie season. I certainly think he could have 11 to 12, 11 to 13 touchdowns, 1,400 to 1,500 yards, uh, 65 to 75 receptions. Let's say 80 is possible for sure, but I'm going to paint a little bit, you know, more, um, uh, uh, I would say like, you know, uh, careful projection, but yeah, absolutely. Gibbs has that sort of potential. He's that good of a player, and he could have so many y- receiving yards. It's going to be crazy. This guy's going to be a league winner. Gibbs in the fourth round. I feel like I'm going to have another list soon. Like, basically, I mean, the Marsman is kind of that list. This Marsman list right here. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Marsman. This kind of highlights, you know. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. This kind of highlights all of the predictions and kind of isolates them. So I kind of already done. That's why the Marsman card is so important. You know, the Marsman is the top of the the top. Um, and and uh, you know, I think I think that I could come up with other ways to maybe even isolate it even further. And if I if I was to to say like this guy's going to another galaxy, you know, and we take one or two of the Marsman even. It would it would be it would be Gibbs would be one of them because his ADP Burrow and Gibbs are probably the best values in fantasy football 2023 period. 
Burrow and Gibbs. Burrow's going around four. Gibbs is going around four. Both of them, in reality, value-wise, belong around two. They're going to double their value. And even if they were round two guys, they would still double their their cost of entry. I think Burrow really will have that big of a season. 40-plus passing touchdowns. I think Gibbs will be worth top seven overall value at end of day. You know, retrospect. And you're getting them in the fourth round. Burrow and Gibbs will win leagues in 2023 fantasy football. Mark it down. Got them. Hey, Got them. My AC guys here. I gotta go. Everybody All right, Ron. Take care in the chat, and everybody later. Ron, tell them to take a lap later. Later, later. Ron. Uh, collusion. Final thoughts. We're gonna. Come, I'm gonna come back live, so I might end the show now. Coming back live. Collusion. What, what do you got? I got a couple things for you, Smitty. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Javante Williams' um, uh, limited limited in OTAs? I think it's too soon. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so definitely covered this already at the top of the show, but I'd be happy to, to just quickly recap it for you and say that um, uh, practicing is good. Practicing is good. Um, Sean Payton already told us he's going to be tight-lipped. Loose lips sink ships from the Sopranos. Um, that is a phrase used on the Sopranos all the time. And so he's not going to tell us even what's going on. He already said that I'm going to probably not tell you the full truth. <laughs> he basically told us that. So I don't think we really know what's going on. Practicing at all is good. I think this is good. There's a real strong shot that that Javante, we might get more and more good news versus it getting worse and worse. So hopefully PUP is not going to be in the cards. But I hope they don't rush him out there like Barkley was. you know. But I'm very, very hopeful. It, it, things are trending yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, right, that's next, my concern. Next, next thing I got for you, and I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Um, Pollard, who do you compare him to? Because I have one guy that I think that is is they're identical. Who do you compare him to? Who do I compare? He's the third NFL player that I'm thinking of. Um, Pollard. Let me try and identify the player you're thinking of. Dalvin Cook. Prime. No, I think I think I think him and Kareem Hawk. Are identical. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, I think there, you know, th- there's some similarities of when Cream Hunt was in his prime. I could see that, I guess, yeah. But I, yeah. I think he, yeah. he reminds me of a Dalvin Cook in that, like, he could be just as explosive in the run or the pass. And and honestly, he could become a 250 carry running back. I'm not, I, when I said that earlier, I was just saying, you, you don't necessarily want that until he's proven healthy on a full season doing you know, the mixture of passing and rushing, but like he could become Dalvin cook in terms of volume and the way it's distributed to him. But I do, I do love Tony Pollard, man. I really hope Tony Pollard stays healthy, drops a massive load on the field this year on, on, and plays 16 games, 17 games, you know, almost a full season or a full season. And that way his franchise tag isn't like the risky part of this this situation right now. Like, because in Dynasty, we don't know what his value is. He doesn't have a long term deal. If he fails this year, gets hurt again, he might not get a starting job next year. Whereas another player that got a yeah. four or five year contract gets hurt, he's still going to come back as a starter. So this is a very risky year for him, and I'm excited about him in Dynasty, but I'm also cautious with him. Yeah, I I am for 17 touchdowns. Ooh, seven receiving, seven, 10 rushing. I, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, I mean, I, I don't have that amount of touchdowns for him. I certainly, d- d- definitely, you know, you get a little, little, uh, little, 
my my ears tingled a little bit when you said it. I have to admit, I felt felt pretty good to hear. Um, Bella, check yourself. Says, don't forget about the Office. That is a good show. Seinfeld's definitely one of them. I like Twenty Four a lot. I know that's a that's a weird show to love, like in your top ten. But I always love Twenty Four. Um, Garrett, appreciate all your super chats, Garrett. I'm gonna smoke you in a draft, says Garrett. Sopranos rankings. Garrett says honorable mention suits and, and Peaky Blinders. I like Peaky. I didn't finish the last handful of seasons though i love season one and two and then it kind of went weird and then i gotta catch up though i gotta just restart it but i i like peaky blinders is good um thank you bella check yourself isaac appreciate your super chats collusion i'll see you tonight pal we'll draft live all right man later have a good night later um everybody appreciate you dialing into the show any more super chats on the way out the door anybody wants to drop a 50 dollar hauler for the board behind me that board behind me is where the $50 haulers happen. Drop a $50 hauler and and win win the, the contest at the end of the year. Appreciate every single one of you. I will see you all later. Um, Tony Pollard to the moon. Uh, we got we got a lot of guys going to the moon. Um, and, and this man in particular, I am ultra, ultra, ultra excited about. And I think everybody here should be as well. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top 5 to 10 running back instead of top 6 to 10. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, Jeremy says, if somebody hacked uh, Jeremy W., what is he saying? Banshee, I watched it a weekend. You're a smart man, J- Jeremy. Um, yeah, such a good show. Such a good show. Uh, Golden Girls? I don't know about that one. <laughs> Golden Girls are your favorite show. Uh, oops, I, my hand slipped. Golden Banshees, one of the best shows about a, a, a heist guy that's you know stealing diamonds and and heisting everything. And I also love the Golden Girls. Also love the Golden Girls. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, I met the when I was younger. I met the Golden Girls on the beach. Uh, they were there. Okay, uh, let's see. Why did did you say that? I think it, it was the Golden Girls comment that might have got him thinking something had happened to you that's all that's all no no problem bro you do you you like the golden girls get that 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 mint dvd uh you know um antique set <laughs> i don't even know if it was on dvd cassettes get the cassette tapes bro crank those out but you go sleep to the golden girl shows uh, you know what i also like coach coach was so good coach was one of the best shows on tv football i mean right coach was awesome that was a great show Loved it. Jeremy, appreciate you. JCIM, appreciate you. Travis Rowe, appreciate you. Terry Roberts, the mods are in the house. Rowe and Terry to the moon, absolutely. Can't thank you guys enough. I'm sorry I don't thank my mods enough. Rowe, Terry Roberts, uh, everybody in here doing it live. Kilpatrick, appreciate you being here. Isaac, appreciate you. Ron Navy, Ron AF. We got another Ron in here. OEG, Space Ricky, uh, Sick Nasty in the building. Pal Derby, appreciate you. See you all. J-Max, Hector, uh, Marty, Marty, uh, Marty Party, appreciate you, pal. Joseph Gonzalez, uh, Overcome, uh, Hod Prime, uh, J-Max, D-Class, Swaggy, if he's still here. Uh, Isaac K., AC, 
Appreciate you all. OEG, very blessed indeed. Um, Matt DeWolf, JSC, Smitty in a mock draft using Fantasy Pros. I somehow came away with Jefferson Chase and Mahomes. That's fantastic, bro. I will see you all tonight. We draft live underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. That link is pinned in the live chat. Make sure you click it. $10 minimum deposit. They'll match up to $100 of your first deposit. It's linked. It's pinned. It's in the description of every video. It's code Smitty, but the link inserts code Smitty for you so you don't have to do a thing. Click it. Get in. Get signed up and ready because when I say go and you got to sign up, you're not going to get in on, on time and get in the draft. We're drafting tonight. We draft Monday through Friday. I'm sorry. No, we don't. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm live whenever news breaks. We draft three-day straight marathon every single week until week one kicks off. And our our marathon drafts are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight Eastern. Daily uploads, Tuesday, Graveyard, Midnight, Panic Chamber. Let's do it live. Let's do it live, okay? I'll see you all later. Get Charbonade. Get Charbonade. And pop I'll open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. Pop open a bottle of Charbonnet. Hit that Charbonnet uh, uh, emoji on the way out the door and go get a lavade. A top five wide receiver hides among the people. His cost of entry is near illegal. Few see him coming. Many stay away. His name is Chris Olave. See you tonight. Peace out. AC, you're the man. Swaggy is here. Appreciate you, Swaggy. Missed the beginning. Need to rewatch. Absolutely, Space Ricky. That's how you avoid taking a lap. 100 likes. Hit one more like. We need one more like. Thank you, Terry, for being on the like patrol. Uh, One more like and we hit 100. That's fantastic. Appreciate you guys. 100 likes on live streams. That should be par for the course. We can do that every live stream. That's amazing. That helps the video. That helps the channel. That helps me bring you you know, better prizes, better situations, more live streams. Help the show help you. Help the show help you. I will see you all tonight. One more thumb up. One more thumb up. You can do it. Do it live. Adam, appreciate you. Ron, AF, Isaac, Marty, Party, JCIM, Terry. See you all later. Space Ricky. Deuces. There's our hundred. Thank you.